0: You're listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA. And other combat sports we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes how they got started in the game and where they are now so hey what is happening everybody what is good i'm just so happy to be here today as always as promised in our previous episodes today is the day fam today we are going to be Thoroughly breaking down the main event and the co-main event of UFC 222, UFC 222. I can't believe how far we've come, um, especially with the UFC. And I don't know why I'm kind of superstitious, but the 222 thing, it's kind of special to me. I don't know why. Like, you know how sometimes when you look at the clock, it's about like one 11 or 11 11 and i just it, it's pretty special to me these um, repetitive numbers so i don't know maybe this um specific event is going to be a really good one at least because of that but other than that we have so many talented fighters being featured on this ufc 222 card and i would definitely recommend everybody to catch up with this event which is coming up this upcoming saturday um it's gonna be happening in las vegas And it's going to be the main event, uh, actually the main card uh, of this uh, fight card is going to be, just like before, going to be happening at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you guys catch up with it. And today we're going to be thoroughly, just like I said, previewing the main event and the co-main event of this fight card. What else do we have lined up for today? Well, oh, actually... Yeah, so you guys probably know I mean, I I tried mentioning it So many times here on the show Because I feel like if I don't bring it up uh, So many times Then you guys are going to be mad and saying Oh, Janon, how come you didn't tell us about All of those other phenomenal fight cards That were actually happening on the same day On Saturday night uh, Besides UFC 222 So yes, uh, we did talk about this before On our previous episode So yes, there's a boxing fight card Happening simultaneously While UFC 222 is happening so it's going to be a showtime uh, boxing card and the main event is going to be for the World Heavyweight Championship for the WBC Championship of the World for Heavyweight. Um, It's going to be a fight between the current champion Deontay Wilder and he's going to be defending his heavyweight belt against the notorious um, Luis Ortiz and that fight is going to be phenomenal and if you um, do catch up with TKO you probably remember that last week we threw Thoroughly broke down that fight and you know the sort of things that each fighter needs to watch out for You know, that's all good. But again, I just wanted to put it out there in case you guys forgot So make sure you catch up with both UFC 222 and that WBC heavyweight um, fight card or rather that entire Showtime boxing card. But on, okay, not only that <laughs> Another thing that I personally found on myself like okay, I actually knew about this fight happening, but I didn't actually know that it was happening on the same day of uh, uh, of all of these other fights happening on that day on March third. So actually, on March third, there's another boxing card happening, but this one is a HBO boxing card. So the main event of this card is gonna be (laughs) a fight between sergey kovalov the the guy that i admire so so much and we've talked about him here on tko um in our previous episodes in the past few fights that he's had he's uh, so sergey kovalov is gonna be fighting igor mikhalkin and um again i would definitely recommend everybody if you're an MMA fan or Especially if you're a pure uh, boxing fan or boxing purist, I would definitely recommend everybody to actually catch up with this fight because I feel like Sergey Kovalev was kind of robbed in his past few fights. So it's really interesting to see how how he's going to hold up to all the pressure that, that has been put on him because of all of those um Unjustice things being done on him by the judges and so forth So it's really important actually for Sergei Kovalev to come on top and prove himself to everybody again You know why he deserves to be called the crusher That's actually his nickname Sergei the crusher Kovalev He needs to defend um, his reputation in a way and he needs to prove to everybody why he he is indeed the crusher So we just like I said We have that also coming up on March 3rd so okay let's Review what is actually coming up in Mar- On March 3rd so just like I said UFC 222 you can Watch the preliminary fights in the main Card you have Showtime Boxing Deontay Walter, Luis Ortiz And of course HBO Boxing Which is between uh, The main The main event is between Sergey Kovalev and Igor Mikalkin Okay, so um, about this um, Kovalev fight, I'm gonna be talking about a bit more throughout the show. Uh, but those are pretty much the important fights coming up this upcoming weekend. So yeah, man, ooh, I'm so excited about today's show. And actually, in about I think three more episodes, we're gonna reach our 60th episode, and we have f- we'll have 40 more episodes until our centennial episode. Holla. yeah, just uh, just uh, put it out there it's gonna be a pretty pretty special one I mean of course it's it's gonna be our 100th episode 100th episode of TKO and I cannot believe how far we've become with TKO and of course it was if it wasn't because of you guys and if, if it weren't because of your support then of course we would not be here today so again thank you to all of you guys TKO Nation oh um, I'm not sure if I actually put this out there but um, you know all of the most of the things that we talk about here on TKO are mostly international combat sports events and whatnot I mean we've had a few guests here on the show who are local fighters and whatnot and speaking of which, actually tonight, one of the very talented guys, um, one of the very talented fighters who fights out of Guelph, fight he fights actually out of Guelph MMA here in Guelph, is going to be making his professional debut in um, kickboxing. And yes, of course, I'm talking about Rocky Hwan, who we actually had on the show like a few months back. I can't remember which... Uh, which month it was, but we definitely did have him here on the show. And it was so nice talking to him to to get his insight and in how it actually feels like to be a local fighter representing a small town like Guelph. And now, I mean, man, he's come so far. He's um, achieved so many things um, in his amateur career. And now, finally, tonight, he's going to end his amateur career and um, start a new beginning. So he's going to be making his professional debut all the way in Montreal, Quebec, so... TKO Nation, please make sure that you support my man, Rocky Huynh. Hopefully tonight he actually comes on top uh, against his opponent. And um, so if you actually want to catch up with this fight, I believe there is a online streaming link, but I'm not exactly sure what it is, but um, just follow, follow our sh- uh, social media and our SoundCloud. We will probably post the link to that to how you can actually uh, watch Rocky Huen's, um professional debut. And Rocky, fight for this organization called, I believe, World Combat. So, um, you know, all everything's going to be exciting, and we wish him all the best in, in this um, upcoming fight that he has. So, shout out to Rocky again. So, and good luck, and, and your professional debut. So, yeah, that is uh, all we have in terms of uh, reviewing what we have lined up for today. So. Pretty, pretty exciting stuff fam So, without further ado, let's get started So, okay, actually, um, before we get started with the fight breakdowns I really want to talk about this fight, this boxing fight that happened over this past weekend on uh, Was it Saturday? Yeah, so it was during Saturday afternoon again Because this fight was another semi-final event of this um uh, boxing tournament that is happening in the division of super uh, super middleweight, yes. And uh, you guys might probably remember what I'm talking about, so okay, let's backtrack a little bit. So last week, we talked about this fight between St. George Groves and um, uh, Chris Eubanks Jr. Who were fighting in the Semi-final Level you could say of this um, Tournament that whoever Wins this tournament whoever wins in The final is going to get the Muhammad Ali trophy and all of These fights are actually being um, Promoted by the World Boxing Super Series and I told you guys How phenomenal They are at at conducting These events all the way in, in, In Europe and I Just told you guys that I got goosebumps literally multiple times throughout the fight and especially before the fight actually happened because of the way um, everything was carried out and because of the way they were presenting the fighters to not not only to the arena that was present which was completely packed but also to the fans watching uh, from all around the world so For that reason, I was just super, super interested in uh, what else this um, organization, this um, uh, tournament has to offer. And as it turns out, uh, this past weekend, so on Saturday, we had the other semifinal um, event for this um, super middleweight um, tournament. And it was actually between two other guys. So the guy uh, from the UK, Callum Smith, and who was fighting um, um, another fighter from the Netherlands, and his name was Nicky Holtzkin. So, okay, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I personally did not know any of these guys, um, you know, in, in detail. I might have heard of their names, especially Callum Smith's name, like once or twice, but I... I didn't really, from before, um, actually follow up with um, the sort of performances that these guys have had in the past. But what I did figure out after I watched um, the preview um, videos that they played before the fights was that Callum Smith, um, he, he had been originally scheduled to fight in the semifinal about whatsoever. So he was totally prepared for this fight that like <laughs> regardless of who it was actually gonna be facing. However, Nikki Holskin was actually filling in for Callum Smith's opponent who could not who unfortunately couldn't make it to this fight. So Nikki Holskin actually took took this fight on a short notice. So, that's what you need to know about this fight. And also, another interesting thing to know was that Nikki Holtzkin is a former kickboxing and Muay Thai champion and is actually making a crossover to boxing. So, so far in his um, professional boxing career, Nikki Holtzkin has not had uh, any losses, which is pretty impressive. And also, you know, it was just really interesting to know how he's going to hold up to what Callum Smith has to. Uh, has to offer him in this fight because you know he's coming from a whole nother background and yes these are similar sports these are pretty much you know these employ the same skill sets but the way you conduct yourself in the ring depending on whatever uh, martial arts or combat sports background you have it's it's different it's like yeah it's it's really different so you i feel like you actually have to watch the fight to understand you know how how um, distinguishing it was for um, Nikki Holskin to, to be facing Callum Smith. Callum Smith, who's a um, classic boxer, and Nikki Holskin, who h- comes from a whole other background in um, combat sports. Anyway, so coming back to the fights, so whoever actually wins this fight, so I told you guys last week that uh, George Groves won the fight between him and Eubanks Jr., so St. George Groves is moving on to the final, so whoever wins this fight between Callum. Callum Smith and Nikki Holskin is obviously going to be facing off um, uh, George Groves. So uh, the fight starts. Uh, it's actually pretty interesting because Callum Smith, the way that he's boxing in this entire fight, um, it's really, it's really amateurish. And I don't mean that as an insult. The way I mean it as is, he all he's doing, he doesn't deliver a lot of power with the shots that he's uh, putting out there. He's mostly putting shots out there to simply get points for them. And that's um, the way you do it in amateur boxing or just any amateur contact sport, like combat sport. Okay, so that just kind of reminded me of amateur boxing. And I'm not saying that it wasn't successful, like it wasn't actually being good for him in that case, because it was definitely working. He was definitely um, util- utilizing his jabs. Callum Smith was utilizing his jabs, constantly putting his um, jab out there to actually maintain um, his distance with um, Nikki Holskin. And then on the other hand, which was what was really interesting, was Nikki Holskin, Yes, he was coming from a Muay Thai slash kickboxing background, but I was actually expecting him to adapt a little bit more to to a way of classical boxing, and by that I mean. The way his stance was, the way Nikki Holtzkin's stance was, it was a complete Muay Thai um, stance. And by that, I mean he was standing completely square. So he was fully, you could say, facing his opponent, facing Callum Smith um, front-wise. He was really square in his style. And um, he did have his guard up, but he was um, tucking his chin... Um, underneath um, his um, his guard, you know the way you see Muay Thai fighters do it, and in this specific case, okay, if we were actually in a Muay Thai fight, that would be phenomenal for him to actually have that stance and to to just be like that for the entire fight. However, let's remind ourselves again that we're in a boxing fight. And this way of style, this way of stance is not necessarily useful for you to have in a fight because the way you're standing in there, well, you're pretty much acting as if you're boxing, uh, a punching back for your opponent pretty much because you're completely facing him and you're just keeping your guard up. Your chin is tucked underneath, and you're not actually throwing any punches. So what is Callum Smith going to do in this case, who's um, seeing something like this? Well, he's obviously going <laughs> to use this opportunity and try to strike you as much as possible as if he's just striking a, a static uh, punching back. And that was exactly what was happening in this fight. I just did not understand why um, Nikki Holtzkin... Um, was um was doing what he was doing at that fight i mean I don't know how much training he actually got in before he got to this fight, but as someone who has had previous experience in uh, professional boxing, it wasn't like he was just making a professional debut in boxing, he has had uh, previous experience in professional boxing, but I just did not understand why he was still conducting that uh, good old Muay Thai style in this classic boxing match between him and Callum Smith and just like I said, things were Definitely in advantage of uh, Callum Smith because he he on the other hand unlike um, Nikki Holtzkan he was uh, 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 you know um, standing diagonally you could you could say in a way that he, his body was turned sideways so his jab was actually his reach. Uh, the reach of his jab was actually longer you know that just helps a lot with your jab uh, in a fight and especially in a boxing only fight so he was just utilizing everything that he had and you know as his resource and uh, it was definitely working for him and um you know another interesting thing that i thought was that really actually caught my eye was yes i did tell you guys that nikki was conducting that whole Muay Thai stance, and he was just in um, defensive mode for the first few rounds of this fight. However, whenever he did throw a punch, there were all, all power shots. And that was what I really liked about Nicky Holtzkin's uh, style. So yes, he would actually absorb a lot of punches from Callum Smith, but when he himself got the chance to throw his own punches, there were all power shots in a way that, that would actually wobble Callum Smith but Callum Smith on the other hand just like I said he had this amateurish just want to get some points in this fight style so he was pretty much he was throwing a lot of volume and he was pretty much just touching and um, just um, making contact with um, Nikki Holtzkin's uh, body so that he would just um get points in this fight and win rounds and um I, i'm gonna be totally honest with you guys it's not a matter of bias because you might you guys might actually think that oh because i'm an, i'm originally an mma fan i'm i'm favoring nikki holskin in this case because his background is muay thai and more more practical you could say and more power is like power power wise he's more <laughs> he's more um advantages in this uh in this fight but no I'm just putting facts out there and this is just how I saw things go down in this fight and so just like I was saying Callum Smith he was just touching and just trying to get points in this fight and his power did not uh, compare to uh, just even a little bit it did not compare to what Nikki Holtzkin um, had to offer that fight in terms of power so that's how I, I saw things go down, but just like I said, because this was a boxing fight, uh, and of course, of course, uh, the many, as many rounds as you win, then uh, that's obviously going to help you in terms of winning the fight. So, um, because of all of the shots that uh, Callum Smith was just constantly putting out there and was just constantly throwing, no matter if they were actually being absorbed or not, the judges saw it in favor of um, Callum Smith. And in unanimous decision, they made Callum Smith win this fight. And you know what? Actually, I definitely do agree because, yes, Nikki Holtzkin was throwing a lot of powerful shots. But uh, in terms of numbers, in terms of, um, um, yeah, so in terms of numbers and the the volume of shots that were being thrown There were definitely not a lot, even though they were powerful indeed. And so, yeah, so Callum Smith is now moving on to the finals of this uh, World Boxing Super Series um, tournament for Super super Middleweight. And he's going to be facing off against George Groves in the final. And in terms of the final, so actually George Groves um, is going to have a shoulder surgery soon. So um, the final was originally scheduled for sometime in June. But George Groves is saying that he wants to fight in July. I mean, either w- either way, either date uh, would work for us fine. Because um, I'm just super, super excited as to how the final is going to go down between George Groves and Callum Smith. So, yeah, man, there you have that. That was World's boxing super series the muhammad ali trophy tournament all right so now <laughs> without further ado let's actually okay i'm going to briefly talk about the sergey Kovalev fight who's um, going to be fighting uh, mcculkin so just like i said uh, this boxing fight is going to be happening around the same time that ufc 222 and uh, the wbc heavyweight championship fight is going to be happening so all of these things are happening at the same time, and um, you know what? Though I would definitely recommend everybody to just try to pull out three screens at the same time and try to just follow up with um, all of these fights all together. Because I feel like these are all just so good that even if you miss one, then you will you'll be missing out big time. So <laughs> I would definitely recommend everybody to just pull out three screens and watch all of these fights at the same time. Anyway, so back to this um, Sergey Kovalev fight. So just like I was saying in the beginning of the show, Sergey Kovalev. Um, so he was a champion before in the and the I think it's the cruiserweight. Man, I'm not sure, or uh, maybe it's the light heavyweight. Okay, so I, I I keep messing this uh, the weight divisions up because the weight divisions in boxing are different from MMA. But I can give you an estimate in terms of. Um, So I think he fights At 170 ish Yeah I believe so. Anyway, so Sergey Kovalev used to be the champion in, in his weight division. And then he had the, of, of course, he had the two fights against Andre Ward, who many consider as one of the greatest boxers of all time. I definitely do disagree because in the past two fights that I saw Andre Ward face off against Sergey Kovalev, I totally gave the fights to Sergey Kovalev. But unfortunately, due to some circumstances, Yeah, blink, blink. Um, Things did not go down the way that would be advantages um, for for Sergey Kovalev, and you know it's totally okay because after the two fights that Sergey Kovalev had with against um, Andre Ward, yeah, he had another fight against another guy that I cannot remember the name of, but he did prove himself um, again to the boxing fights and to the promoters and everybody. And yeah, man, I mean, yes, um, there were a lot of um, controversial things happening around the uh, pretty much every fight that Sergey Kovalev has had in the past, I would say, two years. But now I hope that things are going to get back on the right track again and that Sergey Kovalev is going to become, you know, reestablish the boxer that he was before. So hopefully he is able to do that in this fight against Igor Mikulkin. And uh, again, I would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight Because, okay, there's a reason why they call Sergey Kovalev the crusher Because he has so many power shots He delivers so many power shots And uh, whenever they do connect to you If it's the right time and the, and the right um, position Then you're definitely going to go down cold to the canvas So again, I would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight So make sure you catch up with it, okay Um, yeah, I talked about the boxing fights and now moving on to the UFC 222 co-main and main event of the evening. So the co-main event is actually a fight between Frankie Edgar, the former featherweight champion of the UFC and Brian Ortega, who is on Arise in this um, In the featherweight division so Brian Ortega he trains with the Gracie brothers in Torrance California And um, if you watch Brian Ortega's past few fights You definitely know how good his jiu-jitsu Is Um you know, he's really tall for his um, weight division and that definitely helps him a lot with the submissions that he usually goes for because his limbs are just so long so he's able to trap his opponents into things that he cannot possibly think of and then he's able to trap them and then go for really, really nasty submissions and then just like I said Frankie Edgar is a really tough guy and yes, he's had had his um, ups and downs in this weight division but mostly he's been uh, winning most of his fights In really really um, um, a, a Gruddy manner You could say and uh, So this fight is definitely one to uh, A really good one to watch Because just like I said Fran- Frankie Edgar is not the type to give up Just give up in a fight And it's definitely interesting against Brian Ortega Because I know that in this fight I bet you guys that Brian Ortega Is going to take the fight to the ground uh, Even if the fight is um, Sort of Uh, Established in in a striking Manner I know Brian Ortega Would definitely take the fight to the ground because that's just The person that Brian Ortega is but then Frankie Edgar, he's a veteran of the sport. He's been fighting for so many years, and he definitely knows what to do whenever he's a, he's in a bad situation. So I feel like we shouldn't really underestimate Frankie Edgar in this case. But again, because of the fact that these two guys are just so exciting to watch on their own, and then now the matchmakers have actually paired them against, against one another. So... It's just definitely so interesting to watch this fight because we don't really know what's going to go down. So whatever goes down, though, I know it's going to be super interesting. So again, I would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight. Do not miss this fight. All right, so quickly moving on to the main event of the evening. One of my all time favorites, Chris Cyborg, the women's featherweight champion at the UFC, is going to be fighting her opponent, Yana Kunitskiada, Or, excuse me, Kunitskaya. Yeah. Excuse me? So, um, so Chris Cyborg, uh, I said she's one of my favorites because she she delivers so much power. She has the speed. And many actually call her the the Mike Tyson of um, women's MMA because of the style that she delivers, because of the power that she delivers. She has everything that you want to actually look for in an MMA fighter. She has the striking, the wrestling, the jiu-jitsu, everything that you can possibly think of. And um, I... I'm so sorry, I don't want to bring Yana's hype down, but in this case, I would definitely say that Chris Cyborg is going to win this fight because, and yes, Yana is actually the featherweight champion at Invicta, I believe, another MMA organization, but in this case, because Chris Cyborg, I I just feel like she's so Invincible so I feel like there is Nobody in the world at least in women's MMA right now that is Going to be a potential challenge for her And that is going to defeat her so I Would definitely say that in this case Chris Cyborg is going to win this fight 100% through strikes I feel like she's definitely Going to outstrike Yana But again, even though I do say uh, what's going to happen, like, this is how I see it go down. Even though I say all of these things, that does not mean that I should skip this fight. Definitely do watch this fight because, just like I said, Chris Cyborg brings so much excitement to her fights. And for that reason, I would definitely say, please do not miss miss this fight because if you do, then you're going to be missing out big time. And with that, fam, Okay, I really hope that you guys actually get to watch all of the fights that I talked about. So UFC 222, um, uh, Ortega, Frankie Edgar, and um, Luis Ortiz, Deontay Wilder, and Sergey Kovalev, Igor Igor Mikulkan. So please do watch all of these fights if you can. Uh, I know I'm going to be, and I'm just super, super excited for all of these fights that are coming up. And I hope you are as well. And with that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Okay, if you want to catch up with TKO, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and whatnot. And also make sure you support Rocky Huen tonight. He's going to be making his professional kickboxing debut in Montreal. And what else? So, yeah, until next week, until next time, fam, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.